Okay, we'll start uh, today with the meditation first. So just make sure you're in a comfortable position. time to settle into your posture and to check in that the body is as supported, stable, steady as possible for you. Taking a few moments to settle into the posture, settle into the body. Maybe using the balance of uprightness and ease in the body is a way of doing that. Or the sensations of contact between the body and the seat, the body and the ground. Gently expanding, stretching, widening the awareness through the body. So sometimes we can imagine awareness opening out from a particular location, spreading out through the whole body, opening out through the whole body. Awareness sensitive and receptive as it opens out in, in and through the body. Filling out the whole space of the body. Stretched over and through the whole field of the body.
perhaps a little larger than the body even, like a bubble or a cocoon of awareness containing the body. awareness wide and open through the whole body, filling and including the whole body, the quality of awareness, very sensitive, receptive, open. going to open awareness to the experience of sound. So opening to the happening of sound being known in awareness. So our invitation, our intention is to keep the field of awareness wide and open through the whole body. Receptive and just noticing the possibility to receive sound in awareness. We're not reaching out to sound and we're not identifying sound or getting caught up in what this particular sound is. Inviting awareness to be open and wide and to receive sound as it arises. Inviting ourselves to rest with a knowing of sound. As a sound appears, is known in awareness, flows through the field of awareness. Perhaps passes away completely, disappears completely. Perhaps just changes within itself. 
So with gentleness and sensitivity, opening to sound, receiving sound, and the sounds arising and being known in a wide field of awareness. And we're not trying to catch every sound. We're not latching on to a particularly particular sound. Just resting back into the receptivity of awareness. Knowing sounds. as they pass through the field of awareness. Arising and passing, appearing and changing. Resting into the knowing. Resting into the flow of the soundscape. Appearing and changing. You may notice as you do that, that the space of awareness itself 
expands and opens to include, to receive further sounds. If that happens, just allow that open to that possibility. Field of awareness expanding, opening to include and receive further sounds. And our practice is to keep resting back into the field of awareness itself, into the knowing of sound, arising and passing, appearing and changing within awareness, known in awareness. An awareness vast, open, wide, sensitive and receptive. If distractions arise, we would notice this in the field of awareness because it shrinks, becomes smaller. And so acknowledging that, gently opening, first through the body and then outwards to receive sounds from all directions. And we keep resting into this knowing, into this field of vast awareness. where sounds arise to be known. To be seen. And to be held. In their appearance and disappearance. quality of our attention restful, yet also awake, open to receive that which appears, open to let it appear, to let it come, and to let it be, and in time to let it go. not holding on to anything, resting in awareness, in the knowing of sound.
space of awareness, vast and open. And then again and again, the invitation to rest into the knowing, into the vastness. Meeting the appearance of sound. Knowing sound as it appears. Including also the sensations of the body appearing and passing in and through the space of awareness. The body sensations, including the breath, known in awareness, changing in awareness passing from awareness, resting into the knowing, into the vastness of awareness with sounds, sensations, breath, body, arising and passing, appearing and moving through known and allowed to disappear in their time. Relaxing and open, opening into the knowing of arising and passing phenomena. Relaxing and opening into the knowing itself. The space of awareness open, vast, receiving phenomena as it arises and passes.
piece of awareness as vast as the sky. Phenomena passing through, known, changing, transient, inconstant, sounds, sensations, breath, all known in awareness, held in awareness, allowed in vast open awareness, letting it all arise, letting it all be, and letting it all go as we rest into the vastness of awareness, receiving and allowing phenomena to come in its time and to go in its time. If you're feeling settled in the practice, you can include thoughts, emotions as well, if they arise welcoming, receiving them too in the space of awareness, resting into the knowing, into the vastness, like the sky, and phenomena like passing clouds, known without being held to, welcomed to arise, to be, and to pass.
resting into the vastness more and more resting into the knowing just the knowing of phenomena of appearance sound body breath thoughts all arising in awareness known and met in awareness all changing in constant unreliable rising and passing this body too arising in awareness revealed in awareness known in awareness appearing and passing through the vast space of awareness tuning in to the body appearing in awareness awareness wide and sensitive gentle receptive receiving the body in its vulnerability and transience whole of awareness colored in metta and compassion as we reflect breathing gently I lovingly remember this body is aging breathing gently I lovingly remember this body is vulnerable to illness breathing gently I lovingly remember this body will die resting into the knowing and the vastness of awareness as we breathe gently and lovingly remember loss is part of life breathing gently we lovingly remember my deeds are my closest companions I am the beneficiary of my deeds my deeds are the ground on which I stand 
breathing, relaxing, opening into the knowing, into the knowing of the arising and passing of all things, into the vastness of awareness within which phenomena are revealed. Resting in awareness, resting in the knowing, with the uncertainty and the beauty of it all. So, what did we just do? Let's unpack it a little bit. Of course, feel free to continue meditating and you're now quite skilled at allowing my voice to be just a sound that arises and passes. And so one thing to say is that um, you may have noticed during that meditation the kind of ebb and flow of the possibility to rest in awareness. Yeah, that sometimes something would arise and there'd be a more of a movement like this towards or around. Yeah, um, or we would get lost in something. Yeah, and and of course that's part of the practice. Yeah, we're seeing, yeah. understanding um, how that movement happens, how we get triggered. And so, um, you know, that's just something to note and to bring in the appropriateness again. So maybe uh, it worked well with sound, but then when we came to the breath or the body, <laughs> there was a shift. Maybe um, all of those 
felt quite spacious and then we included thoughts and that got quite overwhelming yeah and maybe not yeah so we're interested both in the kind of capacity to hone this skill of resting into the knowing resting into awareness and in noticing yeah what what our um area of work is in that yeah where we get challenged where we get triggered slowly cultivating that and so a little recap of the actual practice was that we started um, with using sound yeah uh, which for many of us is is really helpful with this kind of practice yeah because it naturally arises in the environment and the awareness naturally opens to it yeah and so we can really feel yeah use the sound to help uh, both to open out the field of awareness and to kind of start off that process of stationing ourselves in the knowing rather than in the object. Yeah. So it's a subtle shift that we're doing. And so through the practice we were tuning in more and more yeah, to awareness itself as the resting place of attention. Yeah. That's where attention rests, in the awareness, in the knowing. Yeah. That becomes, if you like, the meditation object. So we're using sound or breath or body just as the, the things that kind of bring into awareness, awareness itself. Mm. We're resting into that knowing. Yeah. And then also particularly in the knowing um, of the arising and passing yeah. of different phenomena within awareness. Yeah. So there's kind of two things there that we're doing. With uh, with uh, invitation yeah. to let things, yeah. including the vulnerability of the body yeah. and the heart and the mind, to let all of this uh, arise and be met yeah. in kindness. Yeah. All met in kindness. Yeah. So what do I mean by knowing? <laughs> yeah, the knowing is is the knowing of experience, the knowing of sound, the knowing of body sensation. Yeah. That's what awareness is. Awareness is the knowing of experience. Yeah. When something is known, it appears in awareness. Yeah. We're not going to go into these deep philosophical questions. Yeah, <laughs> Do things exist outside awareness? Nathan likes to <laughs> go down that route. I'm less fond of it. Yeah. But everything that we know, everything that appears to us, appears through awareness. If we are not aware of it, yeah. where is it? Yeah. So the knowing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. knowing, aware, yeah. conscious, we can use these um, interchangeably. So all of this... Um, relates to our capacity to play with perception yeah. capacity to play with perception and our capacity to play with attention just want to emphasize that uh, what we pay attention to and how yeah. so when we pay attention to something there is the what we pay attention to and the how we pay attention um, and these two are really significant in how experience is shaped and they're usually habitual not intentional 
Yeah, our attention gets pulled to certain things and not to others. And also the way of paying attention. Yeah. So often, and we, can, we know this in meditation practice, and there's some many techniques that do this, and this is very useful, we will hone in on something, yeah, particular. Yeah. And so the awareness will be quite close to the object. Mm. Yeah, we don't tend to teach... Um, these, but you know, there's techniques of meditation where the mindfulness of the breathing is a very specific point, yeah, somewhere around the nostrils, yeah, so it's a very contained yeah, awareness. And here we've gone to kind of the other end of the spectrum. The awareness is really vast, yeah, really, really vast in itself. So th these are different ways of paying attention <laughs> to something, right? We can receive the breath in a really vast awareness. And we can receive the breath in a very um, contained awareness, very specific point. Yeah, so what we pay attention to and how. Yeah, so here again in the practice, we were paying attention not so much to what sound is this. Yeah, do I like it or I don't like it? Yeah, is it pleasant or unpleasant? Yeah. We were just paying attention to the appearing of sound. And appearing where? Appearing in awareness. <laughs> how sound appears in awareness and then also its transitoriness, its movement. So through practice we increase our sensitivity to possibilities, right? to what is possible for us. Yeah. And we, we uh, increase our skill in placing attention intentionally somewhere yeah. or in paying attention in an intentional way, in a particular way, and also in sustaining that. Yeah really important, such, you know, such important skills, right, to choose where I'm paying attention and to be able to sustain that, to choose how I'm paying attention and to be able to sustain that. Yeah. This is, you know, we can imagine our own lives and, you know, the whole planet, how different it would be if we could do these things. Yeah. What an incredible difference this makes. So this is a, a real exploration of what is helpful and what is wholesome. Yeah. Perception shapes experience. Attention shapes experience. What we pay attention to and how yeah, shapes what we perceive and therefore shapes experience. The more we practice in these ways that we've been practicing all of them, and as we've been saying, there's no hierarchy between the different techniques that we've explored. The more we practice um, in these ways, the more pliable, flexible, sensitive yeah, the cheetah, the heart-mind becomes. Yeah. The more sensitive we are to what is happening and what is possible. Yeah. And the more flexible yeah, our awareness is, our attention is, our heart-mind is, so that we can attune it towards the, the wholesome and the skillful. And as we do that, yeah, insight deepens. Yeah, insight deepens, uh, understanding and wisdom deepen. And with them, of course, compassion. So, practicing this way, yeah, um, opens and expands our experience and um, also 
of course, supports what we've been interested in from day one, yeah? The release of grasping, of clinging, of craving, <laughs> of contraction. I don't know if you felt that, but um, for many of us, practicing with this very vast, wide awareness feels very peaceful, yeah? Feels very peaceful. And why does it feel peaceful? Because there's such a reduction in, in the craving the grasping, the clinging, the contraction, and the dukkha. Mm. As we've been saying again and again, all of these arise together. So the possibility of resting back, of resting into awareness, resting into this vastness, um, is another way, another way that we can use to relax contraction, yeah. to um, release clinging and dukkha. It's another way to meet that which unsettles us. Just like we did at the end there of the practice, you know, to meet that which we may find unsettling. And with all of these, as I said yesterday, um, the other thing that decreases is the sense of self. And it might be worth, if that wasn't really apparent in that meditation, to reflect back. Yeah and feel what happens when awareness is vast, yeah? When awareness is vast, the sense of self finds it very difficult to manifest <laughs> and appear in its usually contracted, um, unspacious yeah, form. Yeah? So the sense of self is also vast, but not vast as in very big, vast as in very porous, yeah? very transparent, yeah? more ephemeral. And it can be really interesting with this practice. Um, and, you know, it may have been too early for you to do it in this practice. I don't know. There's probably a variety between different people. But it can be really interesting to uh, establish this vast awareness with um, more tangible, um, simple things like the, the sound, like the body, like the breath. Uh, and then to bring in the, the sense of uncertain, uncertainty and fragility and vulnerability of our existence, just like we did at the end. Yeah. And to see what that meeting is like in that space. Is that helpful? This kind of approach, kind of practice, um, can be really accessible in across situations. Yeah. Uh, it's, it can be misleading. Sometimes it feels like, oh, this is only something that um, can happen uh, after we've meditated for a few days. Uh, but like any meditation technique or approach, it's very personal. Um, I remember, you know, when we started practicing, all retreats had a very similar flow to them. And this kind of open awareness practice was always on the last day, which was usually day nine. There were 10 day retreats, <laughs> mostly. Yeah, um, so it always came at the end and so it really fed into this idea this is a practice that you only engage with when, um, when your mind is already quite settled your heart and mind and yet I found and others have found this is actually a really accessible way of practicing yeah? for some of us in daily life situations the capacity to kind of zoom out yeah? from being focused on something yeah? to zoom out yeah? Yeah. And to have a kind of sense of something wider that we can rest into. Yeah. 
can be really, really effective. Um, also with the sense of self, yeah. When there's a lot of dukkha, there's usually quite um, a loud and contracted sense of self. We can play with that, yeah. We can, the, 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 <laughs> the sense of self has plasticity to it, yeah. We can actually play with it like plasticine or dough, yeah. And we can just kind of open it out. Yeah, when we recognize, oh, there's this something quite contracted here. Yeah. We can open and extend the sense of awareness. Yeah? And that opens out um, the possibilities of attending well to what is arising. Another way of practicing this, which can be in formal practice or again in daily life, is a practice that um, I'm not even sure who this is from. I think it's from Stephen Levine. Um, but it's a practice that I call this too. Yeah, this too. Yeah. Which is, you know, just this, just like we're opening awareness and allowing everything to allow and pass, is to actually use the very gentle label, this too. Yeah. This joy, this challenge, this pain, this pleasant um, sound, you know. This too is here, this too is arising. We can bring that both into formal practice and into our daily life. You know, go for a walk with a this too practice. Yeah. Have a challenging <laughs> phone call with a this too practice. Yeah. It's not this too. Yeah. And we notice what is arising and we receive it. Yeah. And we let it go. So important, that letting go. Because <laughs> yeah. one of the things we get... Um, Entangled is that we believe that if we receive something, then we're stuck with it for the rest of our lives. But yeah, remember, letting it come, letting it be, letting it go. Yeah, this too is arising and passing. So this way of practice um, and attending to, you know, of practicing and attending to experience uh, builds on understanding of anicca and equanimity and also deepens the understanding of anicca and equanimity, yeah? So if we remember from yesterday, everything is changing and therefore changeable. Mm -hmm. So we see the arising of passing of things. This is an Anicca way of looking, yeah? Seeing inconstancy, seeing transiency. And that resting into the vastness is a way of meeting Anicca that triggers us less, yeah? That triggers us less. It can be really restful. It can be really peaceful. Yeah. Just resting into the vastness, resting into awareness, which is a practice of equanimity. And one last thing to say about equanimity is really important, and this practice can get misleading, so I'm saying it, equanimity is not detachment. Yeah. So that resting into, into um, the vastness is not about avoidance. Yeah. It's just about resting into vastness. It's not detachment, not detachment. And, um, and sometimes, uh, and this goes along with the this too practice, it's about seeing ourselves as being equally close to all things. Yeah. Equally close to all things, not just to some things. So that's what I wanted to say about the practice today. Um, the recording will be there probably in about an hour or so, so um, if you wish to carry, to continue to work with it, you can. 
um, equally really beneficial to just kind of make it your own or to use any of the other practices that we've already uh, explored. Yeah. Sometimes it can feel by, may have already felt like this on day one, but certainly by this point it can feel like, ah, oh, there's so many things. Um, I'm starting to get confused. So keep it simple yeah, and work with uh, what feels the most accessible and the most useful. Yeah, so sometimes it's the easiest thing, the most accessible thing. Sometimes it's a little bit of an edge, yeah, that feels the most useful, but not all the way, you know, at the deep end necessarily. So just take some time to to listen to yourself and see what would be useful. With the walking practice, uh, we can also continue to work with a sense of spaciousness, so awareness through the body the whole body walking or uh, including sound yeah so we can open the awareness to sound and as we move receive all of that in awareness the sound the movement of the body um, together and if you feel quite steady with that you could include other sense doors as well yeah i think that's probably enough by now so uh, let's take a moment, um, time for walking practice or for those who wish questions and responses here in the hall. So may it be a very fruitful day of practice for all of us. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.